Hey everyone, it's Ian and Ryan from the Stuff and Things Podcast Network, better known from uh, Four Color Commentary. Super Action Bros. Yes. So we're here to tell you that we are going to be at WonderCon Anaheim. Uh, myself, Ryan, as well as Chewy are going to be uh, kind of tooling around WonderCon. Uh, Alan day, might make an appearance. Alan well. may make a may special, make a guest, appearance. special guest appearance. Um, that's going to be uh, the 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Anaheim Convention Center in Anaheim, California. So if you guys find yourself out that way, you can uh, come up to us and say hi. Now, we don't have a booth or anything set up. But, but that's what the internet is for. Correct. We have a digital booth. It's called Twitter. Um, and you can actually reach out to us if you kind of want to meet up with us, take a picture. I don't know. I can Buy us your, a beer. I can kiss your baby on the forehead to give don't it a blessing. Don't let you touch your children. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's a couple of different accounts, of course, that you know if you listen to our different shows. But whatever one is your favorite, we can you can reach out to our Twitters. But we'll list them off here now. Uh, so you can reach us at any of the following Twitter accounts. At Sat Podcast. That's S-A-T Podcast. At Four Color Pod. That's F-O-U-R c-o-l-o-r-p-o-d or at super action bros bros spelled b-r-o-s seriously bro yes just like that so come out to anaheim for wondercon and we'll hope to see you there Stuff and Things, the podcast about everything and nothing at all. I am Chewy. And I am Ian. Yo, 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 everybody. What's up? Oh, welcome to the show. We're back at the horse again. Hail Hydra. What's up, guys? <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe it's been one half fortnight since last time we did this show. Stop, stop two podcasts and two, or stop one podcast and two others spring up in its place. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> we, we we saw Captain America this week, and needless to say, it's awesome. It's more of a four color commentary conversation, but that's all we'll say here. But man, it was fun. Go watch it. Otherwise, you you're not an American. Speaking of being American, if you're not an American. Watch it, and you will become an American. Speaking of wanting to, being, or becoming uh, part of something, uh, if this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, and to all you returning sat cats, welcome back. Uh, as you guys know, or don't know, but you will know soon, we like to start off the show by letting you know a few ways you can reach out to us. Um, so there are a few ways you can do that, and then we get into the fun. So, thing number one, you can reach out to us uh, via the web. We actually have a website up, uh, stuffandthingspodcast.com. Again, that's stuff and things. Like... You know, and that article that, like, conjoins yes. two different parts conjunction, of junction, yeah, a sentence. I don't even function? know if any of that was accurate. Helping but. out people, email the show. That's what conjunctions do. Yeah. Um, so that's one way you can reach out to us. Uh, you can also uh, reach us at our, um, our our network website, which is stuffandthingsnetwork.com. Uh, we also have an email. Same rules apply. Uh, stuffandthingspodcast at gmail.com. Once again, stuffandthings. I don't want to have to sing that Schoolhouse Rock song again for you, but you know, 
you know what's up, girl. Uh, and we also have uh, the ability to be reached on the Twitter, or that's French for Twitter, just so you know. Um, our show Twitter uh, is at Sat Podcast. That's S A T. Like, I sat my ass down, paid my money, and watched me some Captain America and got a boner for America. So hard. Got a bone America. <laughs> a mariner. Yes, that's there true. Um, it was Nick Furious, my boner. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so you can reach us at, at Sad Podcast on Twitter. Now, you can also reach out to us individually on Twitter if you'd like. The Winter Boner. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so you can reach- Bucky Boner, <laughs> uh, Fucky Barnes. Ah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Stephen Rod Rogers. <laughs> All right, uh, continue Dick with the Fury. business. Dick Fury, Dick Fury. So many of them. Oh, uh, so many. We'll talk ones. about this later, I guess. Um, yes. Uh, so you can reach out to us individually on Twitter if you'd like. Uh, for Ian, you can reach me at at irich. That's at i r i t c h. <laughs> And for Chewy, it's at Chupacabra. That's at C-H-E-W-P-A-C-A-B-R-A. There's also one other way you can reach us, too, and that's on Facebook. We have a Facebook page, so you can give us one of those cool little thumbs up and like us on there. So that is the business. So without further ado, let me ask Chewy the seminal question. Chewy, how are you doing today? How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right, but I just thought of another one being that we're going off on this right now. Black Slido. (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're speaking. It's funny you mentioned black um, because <laughs> it's funny you mentioned black because I have some shit that I want to get off my chest. Yes, I really <laughs> he do. seem to say. Yeah. Um, no, I have a funny story that happened to me the other day. Um, and it's one of those moments. You know, we <laughs> oh, fuck it. I'm not even going to I'm not going to I'm not going to destroy the moment. So here's what was happening. I was with my, my, my special fucking lady friend, Kelsey. Uh, we were walking through Target. And she has a huge crush on Michael Fassbender, like like giant crush on like Michael Fassbender. Like as big as his cock. Yeah, like really that big. Because like his that, cock is pretty he's, big. He's a fucking, like, he puts me to shame. And I'm just like, I don't know, if you're expecting Fassbender out of this, <laughs> yeah, um, then you're not going to get it. Um, but we're talking mm. about Michael Fassbender. I'm like, have you seen 12 Years a Slave? And she's like, no. I'm like, Tch, I bet you'd side with him in 12 Years a Slave. And as I say that, I look ahead of me. And there is a man, maybe a little bit taller than me, bald and black as midnight. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Now, now, normally, you would think I would just yeah. instantly be quiet and shut up. That's not what I did. I went, oh, no. And I pointed <laughs> at him. I, uh, I I pointed out at, at, at him and yeah, yeah. said, "Oh no!" Uh, it was it was quite. <laughs> oh the thing. no! Oh no! Yeah, as if as if Ian no, no! Ian no. That was it was bad. It was bad. Um, did he did he hear you? <laughs> no, because luckily Kelsey pulled me down an aisle and was. I was like, "Oh Jesus!" I'm a were you like idiot. worried that when you were like down the aisle that like you would see him like like walking past with a purpose? Like, no. where is that fucking bitch ass? <laughs> no, I, I don't think he even heard what I said, but I just was like, I had to be precautionary, Ugh. as as we do. That's when we're accidentally dude, racist. My um, so my dad, he's he, I don't know. I may have mentioned this before, but he he's like. I don't want to say accidentally racist. He's just always <laughs> unintentionally racist. He's we unnecessar- talk about, did we talk about the NASCAR thing on the show? I think we have. Maybe. But he's... he's um, it's a cool car, huh? He's unnecessarily <laughs> uh, descriptive. Let's use that term. Okay. So 
like he'll be telling you a story. He'll be like, oh, yeah, this guy at my work or like, oh, this guy at the store or something like that, you know. And he'll be like, so this dude that was like driving like next to me, you know, when we were on the freeway, like I looked over and I see this dude and he's in like he'll fill in whatever like race or color the person is. So this yeah. black dude is driving next to me. Mm-hmm. So, so this Asian dude, so this Middle Eastern dude, right? He'll even say he's like he's like some some Hispanic dude, and like I'm like okay, okay. So he starts off like that. He's like yeah, and you know he's just like driving. He's just like sitting there and this and this and this like whatever. And he's driving his car. And his car looks like this and like this and like this. And then I was just like man, that's a really cool car. <laughs> and I'm just like okay, where was the part where him being black mattered? <laughs> Was it because the car was as cool as him? Because he's black and cool. All black people are cool. Right. Well, are they all cool? Well, they are. Have you met an uncool black person? I defy you. Not personally, no, but I'm pretty sure in history there have been some uncool black people, regardless of skin color. Like all the warlords and stuff that are in South Africa. Well, here's the thing. They might have been assholes and dicks and douches and terrible people. (laughs) Careful. But on a minefield. Have you ever have you ever looked at their style though? Oh man, I'm just saying. Yeah, those human ears look great. I, I'm <laughs> just saying, you know, really strikes to, fear in your heart. Ray bonds, ray bonds. They're wearing those ray bonds, <laughs> <laughs> or, or the raid bends, raid 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 bends. Yeah, B N D S. Add some D's. I remember I, I bought a bunch of uh, Roy Bonds uh, when I was in India. And yeah. I came back and I was like, no, they're Ray-Bans. And, and you're like, they're Roy Bonds. I was like, yeah, but but they say Ray-Bans even though they're Roy Bonds. <laughs> I don't even trick people. I don't know. Did they say Ray-Ban on them? One of them said Ray-Ban. Another one said like Ray-Ban, but it was like spelled a little differently. I will, like that. I will encourage you guys. If you like sunglasses, if you live in a climate or an area of the country where sunglasses are necessary, do yourself a favor. Go out and buy yourself one nice set of sunglasses and just take care of them. I've had a set of Ray-Bans for like three years now, and by this point, normally, I used to just buy cheap glasses and be like, don't do it. So if you have the means, by all means, please. I, I sound like Ferris Bueller. If you do have the means, it is so <laughs> choice. I love wearing my sunglasses. Hey, Ray-Ban... Ray send Bans. us some free glasses. Send, send us. You're getting free advertisement yeah, right do now. Do it. Give us glasses or money or both. Now. Also, buy us, born, <laughs> buy us Bone Storm or go to hell. <laughs> buy us Born, born Storm. storm. <laughs> born Storm. <laughs> it's a storm of newborn children it's just, falling. It's just a, it's, no, it's, just, it's still a fighting game, but you just shoot babies out of vaginas at each oh, other. God, born terrifying. Storm. <laughs> <laughs> So it's funny you mentioned children and things of that nature because I I brought something special to the show this evening uh, okay. without Chewy's knowledge. Um, typically on the show, uh, Chewy likes to share things from his childhood, and I always hear people saying, yeah. "Ian, share things from your childhood. Share things that yeah. you've done and things like that." And I, you know, I don't have as much. I don't have as much emo poetry and, oh, and stuff dude, as Chewy. Sorry to cut you off, but I just totally remembered right now because I was thinking about you insulting black people at Target. Um, <laughs> it was an accident. It wasn't on purpose. <laughs> um, so my dad, right? You mm-hmm. know, that's where I started. It reminded me, and I slipped my mind. Um, so you flash back to your horrible childhood. I flash, I, I, the I beating. flushed back, <laughs> not even flashed. SummerSlam, huh? <laughs> SummerSlam. Speaking of SummerSlam, no, before we get into before we get into your dad, can we can we just have a moment of silence here for 
Today, as of so this recording. Yes, yeah, yesterday. Okay, so I actually have something here. Do you? Well, yeah. Let's get into that first. Then we'll get in. Let, let, let's let, let, let's, let's keep, pay tribute. Well, I'll, that's what I'm saying. I have something regarding. Um, it's, it's funny we mentioned accidental racism because Mickey Rooney also passed away. Oh, and really? if you've seen Breakfast with Tif- uh, Tiffany's, my lord. <laughs> He is very accidentally racist. So are we are we getting somber first? Just or a little we somber. Getting, okay. We're just gonna we're just gonna touch on it. We're just gonna we're just gonna just gonna, just gonna tap uh, it, tap okay. it like like hitting the like hit the fifty seven on the side of the ketchup bottle just lightly, <laughs> just so it comes out comes out so clean. It just, it just flows out, and know, then we're and then we're moving past it. And we have some some ketchup, and we're good to go. So, in case you weren't aware, I mean. F- I, you know, I was in the late '90s, middle like mid '90s and stuff like that. Like any American boy, mm-hmm. like boy himself. Yeah, boy. You know, um, boy. I don't know if you're into this, but you yeah. better start. So, boy is like super active with this on Twitter. He wished me a happy birthday. Thank you, by the way, boy. Yeah. I forgot to mention that. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, boy is super birthday. great. It was I my forgot. birthday. No, Chewy, Chewy got me an awesome Christmas. And I don't know if you guys, I don't, I didn't put it up on the th- on the uh, on the internet uh, other than on my um, my personal Twitter account. But Chewy and I, as you know, like comic books. And Chewy bought me like a comic book. He bought me a comic book that I've been wanting for a long time, uh, which is not because not not for any reason other than the title alone, yeah. and because I can say I have it. So Chewy bought me Giant Size Man Thing number one. Yes. So I could tell everyone, excuse me, I for you see. I have Excuse a giant me. size man. I have a giant size man, man thing. Um, <laughs> now, for those of you that don't know, giant size man thing isn't the name of the book or the character. The character's His name, name is man, man thing. thing. He's a Marvel character. And um, back what they used back in the day, what they used to do is they would release like double long issues. Well, or what, like, what was what, commonly referred to as annuals by a lot of other companies, like yeah. DC would refer to them as annuals. Marvel, what I was referring to them was giant size. Giant sized. Yeah. Because so they'd be like extra long and be, stuff. So they'd be super big. Giant size man thing. Now, if, as I recall, your giant size man thing has a little has a little crook on the left hand side. A little bit, yeah. So crook, it makes it unique, though. It is unique. No, that I, means I, no one else's. Giant size man thing is quite like my ca- the condition of my my giant size man thing is 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 I couldn't ask for anything more I couldn't ask for anything <laughs> better my the the state of my giant size man thing is is great is is wonderful and I thank you for it the the best was when I was um you're welcome the best <laughs> was when I was uh, getting it right so I, I saw it um. I, I wasn't thinking about it. I was trying to find something else for you. I'm like, oh God, oh God, I gotta find him a gift. His birthday's tomorrow, and oh man, I'm gonna have diarrhea. Um, <laughs> you know, you get nervous and you get diarrhea. <laughs> You're shopping for comic books for a friend. Okay. Continue. <laughs> um, and I, I was trying to find like a cool looking cover for you and stuff like that. And then I saw it, and it was like kind of hiding behind something. And we'd always joked about it. And I was like, is that? Such as says man thing number one. And then so I the guy brought it down, you know, Eddie. And um I'm just like, oh my god, that's awesome. And I was like, I want to get this. He's like, You wanna buy a giant size man thing for Ian? Because he knows <laughs> us. And I'm like, Yeah, hell yeah. And I told him like the whole thing and he just started laughing. So it comes in like a hard case, and then there's like, you know, it's got like a bag and board on it for people that don't know, like a regular soft bag. And they both had prices on them. So he was like changing out the case and like the bag so it wouldn't have prices on them. So he like very carefully slips it out. I'm like, ooh, be careful. You're the only one that's handling Ian's unwrapped giant size man thing. And he's just like, I'll be gentle. <laughs> and I went back in there a week later and I said, hey, 
Thanks for being so gentle with my giant size man. <laughs> Thank you. He's um, like, you're welcome. He's yeah. like, you like that? I'm like, yeah, I did like it. Ooh, so yeah. how do we get on the scene? Oh yeah, we're anyway, talking about boy. So we're talking about boy. So but boy, boy, thank you for being so active with us on Twitter. Thank you for wishing me happy birthday and for being awesome and, and uh, for being uh, boy. I might even say biggest fan. He's reached out more than any other other fan. I know that there's some fans that I've promised things like a Buzz Lightyear vibrator, yeah. and I'm sure she'll she, she's really bummed. She's like, I'm probably not even listening to the show anymore. I'm working on it. I'm sorry. It's taking a long time. Life has been pretty fucking crazy for yeah. for us, and things will be once things settle down. Yes, and I have. $15. I also now have a lady friend, a special lady friend who knows how where to get and procure vibrators and the specific type that I'm hey, looking for. Hey, Ian, I have a suggestion for you, yes. and I'm not a fucking special lady friend to you. Oh, okay. The internet. It's true, <laughs> but I don't have to feel so awkward going into a sex shop by myself. Well, like, let's just this, get it on the internet. I want this vibrator to put up my butt. Just order it from the <laughs> internet. That's what they're thinking. Or you could say, hey, listen, I need to buy a vibrator so I can paint it like Buzz Lightyear and send it to a stranger. And then they'll be like, all right, Don't worry. aisle seven. And as far as surprise, the surprise goes from epi- oh, way back at episode 10. Uh, We're almost at episode 40. <laughs> exactly. Episode 10, uh, surprise people, you still are on my list. You're all on my fucking list. It may take you a while to get to it, but we want to let uh, you know that yeah. it's still there. Joey, also, Joey's working on it. Yeah. Also, Coldcast still available. Stuffinthings.bandcamp.com. It's never too late to give yourself the gift of the holiday coal season. It's not even holiday related. That's a thing. Yeah, it's not in any way Christmas related. So, but but you can but you can just enjoy it any time of year. I was like, I listened to it by myself the other day because it made me smile. It's it's probably one of our best episodes, I think. And you're missing out. I think so. Come on, sell it, man. I don't know. I was never gonna move shit that way. I'm just saying. Like, I, I I look back on it. I was pretty fucking drunk. When yes, we and that you were also yeah, and you were terrified. I could see it in your eyes. <laughs> Here, here's the thing for all of you people: this isn't spoiling it, but it, it is. It's terrifying. It's it's horror. Yep. is what it is. It is. It truly is. Um. Anyways, so boy, the reason I brought up boy was because I said like any American boy, yep. you know, in their like you know teens, like mid, you know, like preteen, like going and stuff like that, adolescence, uh-huh. you know. What do we love more, or what's what's the only thing that can rival our love for like pizza and sex? Nintendo sixty four. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, but I, I mean, like, <laughs> or Sony PlayStation. Like anything. concepts, concepts, food, um, fatty foods, like like pizza, sex, boobies. I mean, not even sex at that point. Just boobies. Boobs. Well, just sexual related stuff. Okay. And the missing violence? third piece is violence. And what was our way to get violence that our parents usually approved of? Um, Wrestling. Oh, that's true. Wrestling. WWF, WCW, if you're a 90s, late 90s guy, WCW and ECW. Hells yeah. (laughs) Evan, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Wrestling's great. (laughs) Wrestling. (laughs) Um, My friends and I used to do some backyard wrestling. Backyard wrestling. I'd jump off the roof and hit my friend in the face with a folding chair. (laughs) And Natalie would be like, stop it, Evan. He's only 11 years old. (laughs) And I would be like, like, she's not 11 years old. He's sting. (laughs) He may be 11 You're 24 (laughs) Shut up Natalie (laughs) I'm Goldberg (laughs) 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 That's way funnier if you know who Evan is Oh god (laughs) 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 I'm picturing this shit Um, 
so, uh, okay, I, 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 you keep reminding me of shit. I keep wanting to go off on tangents. I know, tangents, I know, but, and I have, okay. so, I have something big too. So let's. So um, let's get. We just don't want to jump in the sorrow cake. Yeah, but we're going to oh, have to. So sorrowful. Diving deep through um, the layers of sorrow, but we'll get out to the sweet. We'll get to the sweet creamy ice cream center. Yeah, which will be what I have to tell you about. In a minute. But yes, let's get. <laughs> so let's pay some Ian's sweet creamy sweater center yeah. <laughs> sweater. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> shut up. Um, hold on. Mm. Oh, God, not that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I was so tempted, in in like a. Sir, pu- I was it sounds a- like you are suffering from constipation. Doctor Hispanis prescribes <laughs> X-lax in the sorrow cake. Doctor Hispanis prescribes his finger up there <laughs> to move it around and like loosen a little, it up, like a little brown tornado, like a tiny worm <laughs> like, working his way, like up. a little Tasmanian devil. <laughs> Doctor Hispanis, Billy. Um, so. Getting real talk right now. So along with liking wrestling and all that sort of stuff, you know, if you were like 90s kid or even 80s kid, man, we got some, you know, older people. Or right. Either way, you should be familiar with this legend of legends. Mickey Rooney. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Jiminy Jillikers. <laughs> Jiminy um, Jillikers. No, the, uh, the ultimate warrior. Yeah. So James Bryan Helwig, also known as the ultimate warrior from WWF now called WWE, I guess, or whatever. The world wildlife foundation. <laughs> yeah. <not> Please. <laughs> I always picture whenever I see those shirts that have the panda, that says WWF on it. You just, I always, I think there was one that was actually existed. It was that little panda. And I was like, Oh, that's cute. And then behind it, there's another panda holding it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I want that shit. I'm gonna yeah. Google it right now. Keep talking, dude. Uh, something needs, sir. Have you heard? Something needs to be done about panda on panda <laughs> violence. <laughs> I need to keep going. Um, so yesterday, which is the eighth, so I'm dating this right now. Today is the ninth. Um, oh yesterday, my god, I found it. The eighth. Okay, I'll let you have your little moment here before I sadly. I out. need to purchase this shirt. Yes. It is the. It is by far the greatest thing. One of the greatest things I've seen in a long time. Hold on, yeah. I'm pulling it up. You get to see it. It's a Ringer T-shirt too. In this particular website. Oh my god, I need this. <laughs> it's it's everything you want it to be and more. Oh man, hold on. Let me let it load up so I can show you this because it's so good. There it is. There it is. <laughs> that's that's the one i'll tweet i'll tweet a picture of it i'm, I'm owning this so, right now. <laughs> yeah yeah it'll be good um anyways so brian james brian helwig james brian helwig best known as the ultimate warrior best known for his work as the ultimate warrior so on April 8th. On April 8th. He passed away at the age of 54. He passed away crawling through a river of shit at the age of 54. Very disrespectful, Ian. That wasn't me. It was Chad. Chad, come on. Um, He passed away at the age of 54. Unfortunately. Now, recently, uh, one day before, I think it was the um, the 7th or whatever, it was WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. Now, as, as, a, as a kid, I actually went to WrestleMania uh, 2000. My, we went for my brother's birthday as his birthday gift and stuff like that. Okay. And it was nearby, so we went, so it was cool. We got to see it all like live and shit. Mm. Um, now, so he, he, um, he actually made an appearance at WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was April 7th, uh, the day before he died. Oh. Okay. So now, sad. I'm going to play this video here of a speech that he gave. You're going to cry, aren't you? It's 
it's uh, I'm I'm looking at this video. I'm looking at the awesomer right now, and they actually um, describe it pretty well. It says he gave this chilling and inspirational speech. So I'm gonna go ahead and play the video here. Um, try to get the audio as best as I can. I'm gonna let you watch it. I've seen this video a couple times. Of course, yeah. So here I go. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. It. I feel like it's we gotta play. All we right. gotta play. Let's we gotta it. pay Let's tribute it. to the ultimate warrior, Let's the ultimatest of warriors. Um, there's gonna be a little part where he's putting something on and he's not talking, so it'll sound like silence there. But yeah, here here we go. So there he's speaking as himself and then he pulls out he's uh, getting ready he pulls out the ultimate warrior mask and he puts it on is bizarre yep. man like do you think he knew like a little part of him knew like i'm, I'm I, gonna die <laughs> i feel like he had i feel I mean, like he I'll, had be, I'll be straight know, he didn't look very good he, he looked 
he, he looked, looked like he was holding it together. Like, yeah. cause here's the thing, like in that video, I'll, I'll tweet the link to the video. He after had this like post. a crutch. He just, um, he'd been sick for a while. Well, it was, it was one of those things where you, you look at him. It's like, you know, when you are like really, really sick and you've got a fever yeah. and you're like really not going like doing too well, but there's something really important that needs to be done. Yeah. Like, like, you, you got to make an f- important phone call or you got to like meet someone real quick or something like that. And you kind of like put all your energy into those like 30 minutes and you're like, I just got to hold it together for 30 minutes. You know, it's like, that's kind of what it like came off as and uh, what it looked like. But oh man, like there comes a time when every man's heart beats its last beat when they breathe their last breath. And the next day he dies. It's weird, man. And well, it's just like, and he's like, you know, the storytellers, you know, will immortalize, you know, the ultimate warrior. And what are we? We're fucking storytellers. <laughs> I guess so. It's just, and here we, and I'm just saying, dude, like, it was just like, it was quite a speech, you know, for what some people say, like, oh, it's a wrestler f- wrestling, you know, it's like, whatever. It's just like fake stuff and stuff. But like, there's a lot of good points in that speech. And then where he like dies the next day, like you said, I feel like. He had to know. He, like maybe he, he had, had a feeling. Maybe he had a feeling. I don't know. Um, but well, yeah. anyway, Ultimate Warrior, thank you for your years of amazing, amazing service to us in entertainment. And when I say you crawled through river shit, I meant you went through a lot of shit. You got <laughs> your ass kicked a, a lot. And you kicked yeah. a lot of ass. That's yeah. what happens in wrestling. But so thank you for the years. Now you'll be... Uh, Kicking a lot of ass up in heaven alongside, oh man, I'm just bumming myself out. Alongside Macho Man Savage. Oh, oh man, man. All right, let's change the subject. Right All right, now. rest in peace, Ultimate Warrior. Rest in too. peace. Your memory will live on forever, and we will be the ultimate podcast warriors. Speaking of things living, living on uh, from the past. Um, so, getting the ma- wherever you are. Ultimate warrior lives on once more. The violence and gore of the worldwide wrestling, wrestling federation. I'm having sick all right, so getting back to the past, um, which is something I enjoy talking about. Um, Chewie often brings a lot of his uh, past to the show, and I, yes. I've been requested by multiple fans of the show that I need to talk more about I my still past. haven't talked about my dad thing because you brought up oh, the thing. Man, <laughs> That's uh, fine. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I spent so much time with the old warrior. It's a quick little story there. Go ahead. Um, and then, so, and then I'll, I'll get to it. My dad told me the story. He was at the DMV. He's waiting in line and stuff. Um, and he taught me a very important lesson at, at the end of this. It, but basically, he's there. You know, the DMV lady looked none too pleased to be there. As and DMV he's, ladies he's, typically do. Yeah. He's trying to be, like, friendly. He's like, hey, how, how's your day or whatever. And she's just like, fine. You know, like, sassing him and stuff like that. He's like, okay, You whatever. know, if you don't like it, you don't have to work here. Yeah. So <laughs> Nobody's- he's... <laughs> Put a gun to your head. Yeah. Um, Unless somebody maybe is. Maybe that's how they get him. <laughs> the Department of Moody Vimen. <laughs> Vimen with a V? Vimen with a V. Um, no, but he's Could have gone like, with vaginas. Vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. 
anyways, I don't know. So he's just like, okay, well, you know, oh, hey, whatever. And then finally, you know, she's just like being like, she doesn't want to talk. So he's like, I think I see something that she would want to talk about. Because what woman wouldn't want to talk about this? He says, oh, when are you expecting the baby to be delivered? She looked him dead in the face and she said straight up, I am not pregnant. He looked at her stomach and he asked her when the baby was due. There's no going back from There's no like, oh, I was talking to that guy. It's like Brian. No, but Brian you. Regan's way is the only way to do it. I was talking about the pandas, the zoo. <laughs> the pandas at the zoo. You know, just figure uh, we talk about them. But he even said, he's like, oh, when are you expecting your baby or something like that? Yeah, you know? And she's just like, oh, man. And then, so he's just like, um, okay, I can take care of this another day. And he just left. <laughs> so my dad taught me. He said, never ask a woman if she's pregnant or when she's due. Always let her, if she wants to, if she, if she's having a baby, you'll know about it. Yep. That's true. Speaking of knowing about things, I past. know, I know it's now about time for me to share. <laughs> yes. What I brought. Um, so I, I've been, re- been requested to, to regale you guys with tales of my childhood and, and particularly creative projects. I did bring that one story way back when I think it was episode, uh, seven or eight, maybe nine. Uh, but I've been strangely silent. Um, and I've been waiting. It's been a long time and I felt that tonight was the moment tonight. to pull out the big guns. Tonight. So when I was in seventh grade, there was an assignment that we had to do. And the assignment was to write poetry on something we were passionate about. Okay. Now, it was, there was very specific types of poems and a whole notebook that had to be done. So it was referred to as the poetry notebook assignment. Yeah. And now a lot of people would pick things like, you know, the beach or the seasons or, you know, something like along those lines. Yeah. 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 Now, knowing me, Chewie, and my loves and my passions, what do you think I picked? Um, well, I had a lot of passions back then. I had Blink-182. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Some, some, some passions. Smash Mouth. Yep. <laughs> Not really. I um, like Smash Mouth. I'm, I'm going to... I mean, knowing you, maybe something like, like comic book or superhero or something like that is what I would say. Prepared to meet the poetry notebook of comic book heroes and villains. Oh yes, he's got a binder. It's a binder. It's a binder it's with a binder. It's a binder with pictures of superheroes and and stuff on the front of it. Uh, as you can see, there's a table of contents and there's different types of poems. Hold on, uh, hold on. Let's start with this. Yes. Flip flip back to the cover. Yes. Okay. So by the, the way, lowest resolution <clears throat> images. I didn't know anything about image resolution back then. Absolutely. And and the pictures, it's like they're all squares and they're all just side by side. It looks like a yearbook <laughs> a yearbook of superheroes <laughs> and villains. Blade on the front and Captain Blade America. Blade is the first one, then Captain America next, then Daredevil. Mm-hmm. You then, can tell what movies I was seeing at the time. Yeah. <laughs> then back on the bottom uh left you have Spidey and yep. then you have Thor looking a lot like Beta Ray Bill. These characters were not used with <clears throat> my permission. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to find you and sue you and then sling on your face. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> sling injustice all over That's your face. That, I told you 10. That is the ultimate punishment. I know. I've experienced I know about the penal system. <laughs> um, yeah. There you go. Um, and the then what appears system. to be, my eyes might be deceiving me, what, what appears to be Frank Castle, yes, a.k.a. The, the Punisher. Punisher. The oh, Punisher. he's my favorite. <laughs> and then a whole uh, a whole gaggle of X-Men yes, and women. Yes, It looks like it's uh, Angel, 
I'm not sure who that is next to Angel, but I do see Wolverine, Rogue, Colossus, Nightcrawler's on there. I'm not sure what the other ones are. It's two, they're two, but uh, it was Ian Rich on the written on the bottom, period three. Uh huh. Um, and so I did find this. So let's open up to the table of contents. Now the table of contents contains two full cover comic book covers. Yes. Uh, or full page. One or- appears to be Spider-Man number three seventy-five. Uh, Spidey versus Venom, the final confrontation. Yep. And not, the other one, not the final conflict, not nope. the final showdown, the final nope. confrontation. confrontation. <laughs> it's and like, then, excuse me, Venom. Um, your <laughs> listen, your behavior is just—it's <laughs> unacceptable. It's venomous, as it were. Um, and then the other one is Spawn Number One. Spawn Number One, correct. Yeah. And it has a table of contents of the different types of poems. Uh, so there's an introduction, which I will read to you shortly. Yes. <clears throat> introduction. Poetry and stories were always an important part of people's lives, from way back in history to every month of the year. The kind of poetry... (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. No, this is the best. The kind of poetry in this book is middle-of-the-road poetry. (laughs) What is that? (laughs) Okay, so first of all, read that first line again. Poetry and stories were always an important part of people's lives, from way back in history to every month of the year. In case you didn't know when always was, (laughs) always encompasses way back in the history and every every month of the year. year. And then... (laughs) Also, I like how you're basically saying, listen, I'm phoning this in right now. It's, um, this is middle of the road poetry. I'm just, um, I'm just doing this for the grade. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see. Most of, uh, most of the poems, (laughs) most of the poems were hard and some were easy. (laughs) Listen, I worked really hard on some of these other ones. They're just so fucking, (laughs) you have no fucking idea how easy this was. Uh, let me see. Uh, some of the poems include the ri- the rhyming poem, the name poem, and even the one word poem. Oh. We'll get to all of these. <laughs> this is gonna be a long episode. Uh, my favorite poem to write was the quote "I am" poem, and I'll I think I'll find out which ones these are as we go along. I don't remember any of this. Uh, uh, to, uh, my my favorite poem was the "I am" poem. To <laughs> this is a terrible sentence. Ready for this? Yeah. My favorite poem to write was the I am poem to write because it told the <laughs> most about me. <laughs> because that's who I am. The hardest one to write was the rhyming poem because it was hard to rhyme some of the more complicated words. I feel the easiest poem to write was the one word poem. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. This is where it gets heartfelt. You're going to like this. You're no gonna, shit, you're, Spidey. You're going to think I'm a cute kitty. Ready for this? Comic books have always been an important influence in my life. Okay. Even when I was too little to read, I looked at the panels. This is why I chose comic book characters as my theme. I used it uh, by writing my poems about my favorite comic book heroes and villains. Whether it was a Marvel character or a DC character, I loved writing about them and telling <laughs> their those stories. those are the only two, despite Spawn being yeah, one I of them. I didn't know where Spawn <laughs> came from. Um, oh, this is this is sweet. Are uh, you ready for okay. this? Yeah. This, this echoes in the future. Mm-hmm. I dedicate this poetry notebook to two people. <laughs> okay. Guess who one of them is. Stan fucking Lee. God damn right. I'm sorry, let me correct that. Stan Slingin' Lee. That's right. And Jack King Kirby. I didn't write King, but I wrote yeah. Jack Kirby. Stan Lee Jack was- Jack Kirby. <laughs> Oh, this is this is where this is where I was off. This, this is, is where I was Jack by Kirby the way. being like, Stan, get off of me. You're Jack and Kirby. This is where I lose all my comic credibility. Ready for this? 
Stan Lee was and still is the editor-in-chief of Marvel Comic Corporation. Nope. No, he was not. <laughs> Marvel was filing for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Yeah. He was nowhere near that shit. Um, he also was the creator and co-creator of some of the most well-known Marvel characters. Jack Kirby was the creator and head artist on one of my favorite comics, The Uncanny X-Men. I liked X-Men a yeah. lot back then. Uh, these two men helped create some of my childhood heroes. This is my last sentence, Are you ready? or last paragraph. I have a very good feeling about my poetry notebook. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hope so. I have a pretty good feeling about this thing that I wrote. So was, uh, This is the classic last paragraph, too. It was fun to write, and I feel like I gave it my all. <laughs> I feel, not I know. I, I love writing. I, sto- feel. I love writing stories and poetry, so this was a great experience. The poems in this book are some of my best, and I hope you enjoy them. I hope you have as much fun reading it as I... By the way, here's my old school signature. You ready for that? Here. I like how I didn't write Excelsior or anything on the bottom. <laughs> Let me do this. You got to read the magic skateboard and stuff. No, I, I have to read these to you <sighs> because there's certain I have to. I know you want to. I know you want to, but I have to. I'll show. I'll, I'll I'll show you them like as if it was a children's book. I had to also include my favorite poem, which I won't read because uh, I will tell you what the favorite poem is first because it's really going to set the tone for how shitty my poetry is. Okay. My favorite poem that I wrote in here was Annabelle Lee by uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. It's the poem. It's like I heard of it. Like, but I, can't I, I was in love with this girl, and then she died of a disease, and now I sit yeah. by her grave. It's so sad. Yeah. yeah. So let's begin <laughs> with the poem, "The Boy from Krypton," and you can see the picture of Superman standing next to him. <clears throat> Great. I don't have to read the poem. <laughs> no. I, this was. Uh, this was the boy. Uh, it's a rhyming poem. This is okay. the rhyming poem. I once was a boy on my home planet Krypton. Oh. The planet exploded, and now it is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, this is about to get all sorts of fucking Seuss up in here. My mother was worried for the child she had birthed. She sent me in a ship to a strange planet called Earth. <laughs> I was kind of hoping the second line would be My mother was hoping for, her, my mother was worried for her child of birth, but then she forgot it as she was burned. Oh my God. <laughs> she was on Krypton. I was, on. I, I was found by Mr. and Mrs. Kent. They tried to find out from where I was sent. It's like a, it's like fucking Dr. Seuss yeah, writing about it Superman. Is. When I was a teen, I was brave, not a coward. This is what triggered my own superpowers, <laughs> <laughs> which is not true. Wow. I asked my Earth parents what was wrong with me. They told me a story that I thought was crazy. Uh, <laughs> this is so good. That I thought was crazy. crazy. I moved to Metropolis to become a reporter. And to use my powers to preserve law and order. Uh-huh. That's a pretty good one. I'll give, I'll give, I'll give seventh grade Ian some credit. Now I help all the... Created by Dick Wolf. Says that on your poem. Now I help all the people that I possibly can. I am the hero known as Superman. Very cute. Uh, the next one. This one is a uh, is Ian, your of, poetry makes me want to vomit. I know, right? This one is a Sinquain poem, which I think is just like it's it's weird. It's like it's you like have to. You, it's written in like five. Yeah, it's stuff, one right? yeah. one line of one word, then two two words, then three words, then four words, and then back to one word again. Mm-hmm. So this one's called Speedster. But you can bet you okay. guess what it's about. Flash, speedy, helpful. Helpful. <laughs> Helpful. Not, not heroic. Helpful, not heroic, not... Okay. This, is, this is even better. <laughs> Ready for this? Running, saving, helping. <laughs> <laughs> He's both helpful and helping. Dashing quickly around the world. Hero. Oh. 
Um, this next one is about Batman. <laughs> Dude, I had an awesome idea. Why don't you read this also on Four Color or something like that? And if we ever do a, a, a like a live like podcast for Four Color commentary, we oh, can yeah. have the superhero and comic book uh, poetry slam. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! The next one: laughter and sorrow. Okay. That, how deep is this? This one is a. I think you start off talking about one thing in the middle. It's about you kind three of, fingers deep. Yeah. Batman, intelligent, swift. He's swift. Okay. That's a yeah. no a common trait of the Batman. Hey, fool. Swift. Get swifty over here, fool. Fight. Uh, uh, <laughs> you ready for this? Ryan's going to have a field day. Yeah. Fighting, swinging, brooding. <laughs> man, hero. Man. <laughs> man. Villain. <laughs> Fighting, killing, laughing, insane, corrupt, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> a right. lot of these are really artsy like that. Yeah. Um, what what the fuck kind of 13-year-old were you? I don't know, man. This is the best. This is a good one. Here, I had to write a haiku. Ready for this? Okay. Here comes the haiku. All right. Screams of terror now. Okay. Evil is afoot at night. Okay. Help is on the way. Mm-hmm. That's a hero haiku. The next one, broken promises. This one's about Spawn. Wait, so <laughs> who was the haiku about? I don't know. I just, I, I, I ended up putting the Green Lantern next to it, but I don't know who it was about. <laughs> Um, Read it again. Hold on. Read it again. Screams of terror now. Okay, that's a yellow lantern. Evil is afoot at night. Yellow lantern. Blackest night, right? Help is on the way. I think that's why I put the green lantern there. Green lantern, I guess. Um, Broken promises. This is about Spawn. Okay. Alone, because of, cursed evil, doing its bidding, why did I agree? (laughs) Why is it all written weird? I don't know. That's that's the type of poem. There's like certain, certain- Alone. <laughs> right. Because of, <laughs> at least at least your poems have like some sort of scheme to them that is discernible. Yours um, are the ramblings of a madman. <laughs> there's one about the tick in here. Um, oh, yes, yeah, a few delightful lies Spoon. is what it's called. Yeah, and this one is. Um, there's one about like what is a comic book. That's a five senses poem, like what it smells like, what it says. Um, I don't know what EC is. I think oh, it's extra credit. I did this one for extra credit. Oh, I wrote some okay. extra credit poems in here. Um, broken promise. I remember broken promises. The re- it's an ABC poem. So I mm. went A B C D, and then the last one was well, I could type whatever I wanted. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> a few delightful lies. I wish I were not so egotistical. <laughs> it makes me so witty, and people think I'm conceited. I can't get myself out of any jam with an evil villain. I've beaten everyone who has ever opposed me within five minutes. <laughs> wow, pretty good. Uh, if uh, hold on. I think I meant as if I, but I'm going to read it verbatim. If we're to be killed, my ego would nourish the earth. Not much, <laughs> but a little. <laughs> oh, what? Who was that about? I don't know. And then maybe like, that was Green Lantern. Some of these, some of these are also about me. Like I had to, like there's a certain amount that you had to write. <laughs> that one was about you. You're like my no, ego. No, no, no. This one's about me though. If I were, is tell this poem. If I were an animal, I'd be a hawk. Because I like okay. Tony Hawk. Because <laughs> you like that was why. Because you liked <laughs> Tony Hawk. Because yep. his name was Tony Hawk. Yep. Yep. Not uh, because I'm free like a hawk. <laughs> no. I don't know why I picked some of these. If I were a car, I'd be the Batmobile. Okay. If I sense. were a city, I'd be New York City. Oh. If I were <laughs> not even Gotham or or Metropolis or. Nope. No, if I were a river, I'd be the Amazon. <laughs> If I were a pet, I'd be a bird, so I could be encaged forever. This is my favorite one. If I were a food, I'd be prime rib. <laughs> I was a prime rib fan back then. 
<laughs> Your ego was so fucking big back then. If I were a planet, I'd be Saturn. If I were a board game, I'd be Clue. If I were a building, I'd be the Sears Tower. If I were a famous person, this one's you're not gonna do. This one's gonna come out of left oh, fucking field. Man. I'd be Jim Carrey. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I would love Jim Carrey. If I were a sport, I'd be bowling because <laughs> that was the only sport I liked. What? All right, what the fuck? I don't what know, man. T- okay, hold on. First of all, <laughs> first of all, um, oh god, I can't, I can't even. Hold on. It was if I was what was it? How'd it start off again? If I were an animal, I'd be a hawk. Oh, this is what I was thinking. Well, let's let's go through this your answer. So, if you were an animal, what would you be? If I was an animal, you have three seconds to answer. Snake. One. Okay. If you were a car, what car would you be? Batmobile. If you were a city, what city would you be? Uh, L.A. If you were a river, what river would you be? Colorado. Uh, if you were a pet, what kind of pet would you be? Rabbit. If you were a food, what kind of food would you be? Pizza. Uh, if you were a planet, which planet would you be? Earth. If you were a board game, which board game would you be? Monopoly. If you were a building, which building would you be? World Trade. <laughs> that was the first one that came in my head. If you were a famous person, who would you be? Go. Uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> if you were a sport, which one would you be? Soccer. All right. Apparently Mariah Carey. This. Um, no. So what I was going to say yeah. is, I challenge you to do this. Imagine some like kind of soft, vampy, like bluesy guitar playing in the background, and then sing it with a voice like this. And like space it all out, and it's a John Mayer song. <laughs> Sing it like a John Mayer song, and it, it makes sense. You're like, if I was if I was an animal, I'd be a hawk. <laughs> I'm just reading some of the head of these. Oh my god, they're so bad. Okay, this one I remember being really proud of. I challenge you to do that, and you you'll see, you will see. I, I I think this is great. I, this one I remember when I wrote it. I'm like, yeah, this is the best one in the whole. This book. is the fucking one. And Stan's gonna love this one. Okay, it's a free verse poem. Okay, so I can write. There's there's no. No rhyme or reason. I can write whatever I wanted. Foreign Blue is the name of this name of the poem. Ready? <clears throat> the four of us were sent into space, going somewhere unknown. Both Johnny and Sue were worried, but Ben and I were not at all. Pause. Ben was totally worried. <laughs> Get your fucking he origin story. He was the most worried, worried of all. <clears throat> he was the wor- worriedest one of all. Right? We were all changed together forever by the strange rays. They strange made, rays. They, they made us crash down. <laughs> the strange rays. It's the, it's the rays that get shot at you whenever you get some strange. Right. Um, <clears throat> Johnny was transformed into a human torch. Everything he touched came ablaze. Poor Sue became an invisible woman, but Ben was the worst of all. He transformed into a horrible thing. <laughs> This is the the one part. Ben was the worst one of them all. He turned into some fucking ugly ass monster (laughs) piece of shit. (laughs) I wouldn't be seen in public with him anymore. Um, I became a man who was elastic. From then on, I was known as Mister Fantastic. That one kind of rhymed. We said, I remember writing that and being like, "Yeah, yeah." I rhymed elastic with fantastic. Yeah. We set out to help and protect the team of all teams, the Fantastic Four. Marvel, I'll be waiting on that phone call. <laughs> I like the the strange rays though, because I'm like, if there was a gun that you could shoot and you just get strange all the time. Okay, so you it's s- like strange. Pew! So you, oh you, my god, you were you were a kind of a bully in seventh grade, right? Um, in seventh grade, no. Oh, I had you people try okay. to fight me, and I okay. would fight them back. Okay, see, okay, so here's here's why you would have you would have beat me up. You ready for this? This poem is called "I Am." It's about me again. Okay. 
I'm a courageous and helpful boy. Helpful seems to be a theme throughout this entire book. Helpful. (laughs) Helpful. Um, I wonder if I have superpowers. No, you're in seventh grade. You don't have superpowers. (laughs) You don't have superpowers. You would have already had them. Oh, it's I am, I wonder, I hear, there's a a, a thing that is, okay. I hear the sound of danger. Okay. I see evil and glare back at it. Okay. (laughs) Little white kid. (laughs) I glare back at it. I want to be a superhero. I am a courageous and helpful boy. There's more. I pretend. <laughs> Please tell me that's your superhero name. A courageous <laughs> and helpful boy. Courageous and helpful boy. <laughs> is there two different superheroes or just one? It's C N A C A C A H C A H. Courageous and helpful boy. Um, I pretend to soar over New York. I feel that crime does not pay. <laughs> I. T- this is gonna sound gross. I touch my costume. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh yeah, touch it. Slingins all over. <laughs> I worry about my secret identity. I worry about that. <laughs> this is the one where you're gonna, where you're gonna want to hit me. You ready for this? I cry when something bad happens to a friend. Of course you would, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> if I died, you would cry so much, I, wouldn't I you? I probably would. Pansy. I'm a courageous and helpful boy. Apparently, unless bad things happen to my friends, I'm become a crying puss. <laughs> I, I under- oh, this is pretty, this is pretty dark. I understand that evil is everywhere. I say that with great power comes great responsibility. I dream of being Uncle, a, no Uncle Ben said that. No, but I also said asshole. It. I dream of being a well-known hero. <laughs> you st- you killed Uncle Ben and what? he stole his quotes. No. He stole his wisdom. No, I try to be honest and true. I hope people. Were, <laughs> this is the best one. This is so sad. Are you ready for this? This is still something I tr- I struggle with. I hope people will respect me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a courageous and helpful boy. Now, this one I know you're going to love. as a one-word poem, because this was the easiest one to write. You ready yes, for this? easy. It's a visual element. <laughs> evil. <laughs> it literally is a word evil. Evil! It's the word evil in the middle of a page, and there is Bane, the Joker, Catwoman, Riddler, Lex Luthor, and the Penguin. <laughs> and this one, this one I wish I still had the original yeah. thing, but this was a thing that I, I had to do for a, in a bigger project. So part of this was also do like one of those big stand-up things. Okay. So what I did is I made this giant stand-up with this Spider-Man poem I'm about to read. Okay. It spells out Spider-Man, by the way. It's a spelling poem. It's like an acrostic? Yeah. So it's so I'll, I'll, re- I'll read it. You'll get it. The first letter of each thing spells out. Yeah, that's an acrostic. S- yes. Superhero. Peter Parker. <laughs> Identity problem. He does it. Yeah. Problem. Daring. Egotistical, responsible, <laughs> married. He was married at the married. time. That's and true. they undid it. Aunt May, <laughs> New York. Wow. So that's all the poems that I have. But this thing wow. was awesome, actually. This thing I remember taking to class. I found, um, I found, <clears throat> I found inside there, um, uh, or I did this giant, like, like, like one of those diorama things, and it was, um, I took like pieces of string and attached them to a Spider-Man action figure to make him swing across it. That's pretty cool. I had a Venom and a Carnage on there. Of course I did. Those are the villains. I made Cityscape in the background. I spent a lot of time on that. So let's see. On the cover, you have Blade, Captain America, <laughs> Daredevil, Spider-Man, Thor, <laughs> the Punisher. For loving the X-Men. X-Men so much. I didn't write any poems about it. You didn't them. write a single poem about the X-Men. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> Um, there was no, there was no Punisher. No. There was no Daredevil. That's correct. There was no Blade. Right. There was no Thor. Right. <laughs> there was no Captain America. Correct. 
There was a Spider-Man, but there though. there was, like, three Spider-Man ones. Well, no, some of them weren't about, were about me. They had to, like, be about me, and I'm like, can In I In reference to Spider-Man. Yeah, well, I wanted to be Spider-Man, man. He was my favorite. Oh. <laughs> I like how he's your favorite, but you clearly credited the X-Men as being your favorite at well, the time. Well, I don't know. I think I think I just probably saw X2 or something. You and I was lying really son excited. of a bitch. I probably was. Um, I do... Oh, oh my God. What? I have the grading sheet. Let's see how I oh, did. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> grading sheet. <clears throat> wow. And this teacher was did not really like me. <clears throat> so for the introduction, with my, even with my spelling mistake, 20 out of 20 points. Cool. Obviously not a very good teacher. Nope. Theme presentation, 10 out of 10. Okay. Title page. Title page. The one with just the pictures on yep. it. Yep. 10 out of 10. Wow. Table of contents, 10 out of 10. Favorite poem, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Rhyming poem, 10 out of 10. She gave me 10s out of 10s for everything except for the one word poem. She didn't feel evil was good enough. How is It's a one word fucking poem. I think that she was wanted, arguably your best poem. <laughs> I know, right? That's the only one that got 8 out of 10. I just feel like she didn't... Um, hold on. I got extra credit for, uh, for doing the one word poem, didn't I? No? 3D poem was the name poem. Oh, 3D poem was the one I had to do the big thing for. Yeah. But there was a comment written on here. Ian, I am very impressed. Great work. <laughs> so wow. there's that. Um, I do have one more thing. Okay. If, if, if the podcast will indulge me. Uh, the podcast will allow it. Okay. Um, what is it? Is it another poem? It is a short story that I wrote. I don't know when this is from because uh, I don't have a date on it. But anyway, this is the story I wrote. Well, I mean, if it was in that notebook, it's not it, about superheroes at all. It I don't would know why probably it's in be here. from like that same year. I would it? imagine so. I'd imagine so. So here's what I wrote. This is untitled, by the way. Oh, so that's how you know it's going to be deep. Hello, my name is Boris T. Spider, and I am a collector of tuffets. Okay. Sure, it may sound a little strange to some people, but to me, it's a hobby. So anyway, I'm now imprisoned, but I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> You see that little blonde brat? Well, let me tell you. Went down like this. <laughs> oh, right. my God. Okay. All right. Uh, I, there's a stunning revelation I just okay. made on the back of this. One day, hanging around in my tree, yeah. I was hanging around, uh, one day, hanging around in my tree, when all of a sudden, I looked below me, and sitting there was the most beautiful tuffet I have ever seen. Okay. Wow, I said. I have to go check this out. Well, it just so happened this Tuffet belonged to a certain human who called, who was called Miss Muffet. She enjoyed eating her curds and whey. So I decided to ask her if she wanted to sell her Tuffet to me. Yeah. When I sat down beside her, I said, excuse me, is your Tuffet for sale? She then screamed very loudly and ran away. I don't know why she ran. She must be afraid of spiders. Before I knew it, the police and reporters were swarming around me, <laughs> and I was hauled off to court where I was found guilty and thrown into prison. <laughs> Is it is it true you're a pedophile? <laughs> is it true you touched little Miss Muffet? I just wanted to buy this tuffet. Did you touch her with all eight of your hands? <laughs> Are you wear tuffet's a slang word for a young woman's vagina? <laughs> oh, no, it's just thing she's Is it true you sleep in an oxygen tank that increases your sexual power? <laughs> So the next time you hear a story or a nursery rhyme, you'll think twice about which side is true and untrue. Oh, and by the way, got any tuffets you want to sell? <laughs> now, here's what I'm more impressed at. <clears throat> I, like, I like how, so he's writing that from in prison? Mm -hmm. Is that, okay. So he's in prison. 
And mm-hmm. he's being like, ooh, I can buy stuff from you still from this magical prison yep. where I still have money and they let me buy shit that I can bring into this prison. I remember this assignment. I remember this assignment. I was writing How? a- Did you not- How were you not aware of the American prison system? I don't know. <laughs> but I do remember I do remember this assignment now that I think about it. It was like I had to write a, a nursery rhyme or like yeah. a fairy tale from the opposite person's perspective. I, okay. I chose that one because I thought it would be kind of funny. Yeah. But what really just blew my mind and why I stopped reading in the middle of it, my eighth grade girlfriend's phone number was written on the back of Oh my God, let me see this shit. <laughs> now, I will tell you guys, not to bring it back to Ultimate to Ultimate Warrior, but oh. my eighth grade girlfriend ha- is no longer with us. She oh, has passed wow. away. Um, but this was her phone number at the time. Okay. Her name was Gabby. I like how this is Gabby's, Gabby's number, and that shows the number. And then in pen, in an opposite... I think like that's I think that's my mom's handwriting. handwriting. It says Gabby's mother, and then it has her mother's name, Marie. But uh, why? Why? That's so interesting. That was that was an undiscovered gem right would, there. Would so is this how? Was this like the sheet that you're like? You're like, so can I like have your number? And she's like, sure. And you're like, what the fuck? I need a piece of paper. Someone give me paper. No, I think I wrote that down for my mom. Oh, okay. So this was like, in case you need to get in touch with her. Yeah, this is before cell phones existed, guys. So you'd have to have people's home phone numbers. Yeah. Because um, no, I remember, God, now we're going to go into that. I remember eighth grade girlfriend, Gabby, that I asked out over the phone. My friend, my best friend at the time was standing there. And we oh, celebra- are we going to get into middle school girlfriends? We celebrate. Oh. Well, not, not really. I, I, I would say, let's say that for another time. Yeah. But I do remember us, us be asking her on the phone. She said yes, and then we celebrated by getting pizza. Okay. <laughs> celebrate. So that was the poetry notebook. Let's celebrate you saying yes. By, say, Gabby, do you like nachos? <laughs> do you like beer? Perhaps you'd <laughs> well, like I'm to come over to great. my house later and watch the football game, and we could eat nachos and have beer. <laughs> Gerald Ford. Uh, America's greatest monster. Okay, so being though that we've you know we've talked about the ultimate warrior, and you're mentioning uh, your eighth grade girlfriend who is no longer with us. Yeah. Um. You know, there's been a lot of like moody time, and even the, the superhero poetry was kind of like, <laughs> kind of like mood cast. Yeah, in mood. Yeah, moods. moods. Now, sail away, <laughs> sail away, sail away. This one goes out <laughs> to everyone that's moody. What always tripped me out about those Pure Moods commercials is that the X-Files theme was on there. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, isn't that creepy? Isn't know that what's... creepy? Wouldn't you get creeped out? Oh, and they also had Moby. They had, hey. Yeah. Well, uh, creep, creepy is uh, a mood, though. Uh, Being creeped out's a mood. Yeah, um, fucking mood I don't want to experience when I'm in a sensory te- deprivation tank. My, my dad. We should go in a sensory deprivation oh. tank and only play pure moods. Yes. Oh my God, the shit no, that would the, happen. But then we're not depriving us ourselves from our senses. You can still play music in there. You just, well, you just can't. Here's the thing. You can play it like in headphones. Yeah. But you won't be able to see anything. No, I know. But sensory deprivation is depriving all your senses. I know, but I really want to hear Pumir. I really want to see what what, what Sail Away brings I would say let's do it first with no like sensory Let's stuff. take a shit ton of NyQuil and not sleep for two days oh, and see how long we'd stay awake <laughs> while listening to Pure Moods. And the winner gets an orange peanut. <laughs> gets one of those like circus peanuts. <laughs> yeah. All right. An orange and, peanut for me? <laughs> I accept you. Penny whistles and moon pies. Anyway, okay. Penny go. whistles and moon pies. Continue with your, um, with your, with your story. Um, no, just my dad, you, you were just talking about the mood stuff and like my my dad he's always 
don't know. My dad's always been weird. He's always been like one of those people. It's like, yeah, like he raised me on like heavy metal and stuff like that. But then also like in his mix, he would have like for his own CDs, he'd have like Enya and like Enigma and stuff like that. And like later on when it became cool because of like house and stuff, massive attack. And like he's always like, I gotta have that weird like world music. Like he'd be I the like guy when you went to like tower records he'd be that one guy in the world section you know he'd be the one guy in the like the electronics in the, in the new age section yeah in like in the electronica slash world slash new age like you know how they each had their own does respective own any, does he own any enya album it, he does yeah definitely uh, he liked um what's what's the one one lady he really on the one lady he really likes um uh sarah brightman yes he yeah. loves sarah brightman but, i mean like she's got a great voice though no, she's I like agree. operatic and i agree stuff. i agree but like he likes the stuff where it's just like repetitive like moody and stuff anyways there's no story behind that just like it's weird that you mentioned that so he likes yeah. return to innocence probably i don't know he likes some weird stuff Love, <laughs> devotion but um, I always wanted Gunter to sing that song. <laughs> Devotion, feeling. I always wanted Gunter to sing our theme song. Eat some stuff, Gunter. If you're listening, and we're big fans. Things, <laughs> and you like it? Ooh. <laughs> have, like, the sun, have the Sunshine Girls hang, hang out. Yeah. <laughs> Comic books, catchy hooks. <laughs> Extra cheese, girls who like it rough. You gotta have the in there. Deep in tonight. Deep in. God, I fucking love it. Oh my god, I'm gonna do it on the way home. It'll be so good. Anyways, um. Was it saying? Yeah, so things were getting kind of moody and stuff early on and stuff. Oh, so. you touch my stuff and things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my pod podcast. <laughs> the uh, fuck is going on here? <laughs> things are getting real weird around here. Who's, I'm out of here. Who's this guy? <laughs> Who's this guy? Only one guy with a mustache per show. <laughs> you can huh? call that a mustache. That. Who are you? Who are you? What's going on here? <laughs> Say, you look emaciated. <laughs> Maybe you should have some delicious McDonald's <laughs> hamburger french fries milkshake. Top it off with a little Jim Beam. <laughs> um, no, I was going to try to bring the mood up here a little bit. Yes, um, let's do it. So being that we were delving so far into the past, though, like, you know, you know, we had the 90s in there and stuff like that, you know, and there was like, you know, late 90s and stuff. Um, you remember, like, just some of the, the weird like random stuff that would happen like i feel like there's no longer any big like news stories like there was back then okay you know there was always some big like fucking like holy shit did you hear what and, happened i mean they are but but they, they seem to like here's the thing back then they seemed to last forever exactly like now like things are just coming gone so quick like if we know with like 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 if well, a plane like went the, down the, like that the, plane plane yeah like back then it would be like our six month search has turned up nothing. Now it's been like maybe a month, two yeah. months. Like, yeah, we, like found we, we, we found it. We, they found it. They found it. I heard they found it. They thought they found it. And then oh. it turns out they didn't find oh, it. Oh. Yeah. Shit. But it's like, oh, we found it. No, we didn't find it. Okay, whatever. Go back to Twitter and then we'll tell you when, when to look at it again. I heard people were actually looking at it. Did you hear about this? That they actually released the pictures of the ocean mm. to pe- like the public and was like, have you seen anything out of the ordinary? Let oh, us know. Wow. Yeah. That's like the, crazy. They released like the, the, the imaging shit. Like, 
You're going to get weird people. That's crazy, dude. It's <laughs> crazy, man. That's fucking insane. You feel like they would have found something. Oh, man, we're just bringing it down again. So Anyway, okay, bringing it up. Now, technically, the story sounds like it'd be a downer or whatever, but do you remember one of the biggest things? And, like, for me, it resonated especially with me being of Latino descent. Um <laughs> Now, my family's here legally, okay? I'm going to say that straight up right now, okay? We're all legal citizens and stuff like that. But, you know, there, there's people that come here that aren't legal and stuff. And then um, we're used to, like, oh, Mexicans crossing the borders and, like, you know, but people from Central America or whatever. Yeah, but, but it's not only just Mexico, though. There are other places. Exactly. Like, you know, they're just like from, from... Exactly. But that's the thing. We... we we remember for a hot minute in the late 90s, everyone in Cuba was like, America. Yep. <laughs> Let, let's, that's the place to go. Um, they saw Scarface. Yeah. Mountains of cocaine and white women. We go out in a fiery blaze of glory. Um, now, there was this one part- particular story, the story of little... Elion Gonzalez. Oh, <laughs> Remember Elion Gonzalez? Yes, I do. Now, first of all, I, I haven't looked this up, but yeah. I really want to see a picture of him now. Like, I want to see what he looks like. But um, you remember, like, the one photo, the iconic photo, right? Yes, yes. Like, it was little Elion Gonzalez. So in case you don't know, in case you weren't alive back then, first of all, why are you listening to us? You sh- you're too young to listen to us. Um, but basically, it was this, like, family that came over from cuba and they were like in it was in florida is where they were but like a part of the family was deported back to like cuba and um there was here give it me you found the picture of him i want to see give it to me <laughs> and then um, sw- and then after, after you look at this one swipe to swipe to, to the right all right let's see let me see this okay so he looks like a pretty Pretty normal dude. He's wearing a military thing, it looks like. Yeah, maybe, maybe part of the military. Might be part of the military. And then... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay, I would have to tweet these side by side. Um, so basically... Um, it's the photo. It's the photo. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so first of all, I don't remember why how we get to this picture. To me, to be honest There's with you... There's a blur? It is a blur. Uh, I remember they wanted to deport him and they wanted to deport his family. And so they decided to storm the house where they were living in. Yes. uh, With guns, like a SWAT team. And now, and this is the famous photo, of course, if you've seen it, if you're too young to remember this, just look up Elian Gonzalez, like closet photo. And you'll see a father or some sort of adult holding little Elian Gonzalez as he screams as a man with a a fully automatic machine gun or assault rifle. Pointed at them. Now, in the man's defense, and this is something that he brought up later, his yeah. finger is not on the trigger. His finger is not on the trigger, but it's resting on the trigger guard, <laughs> if that is the word for it. Um, and he is holding the gun with one hand, and one might be like, oh, he can't safely operate it. I'm like, yeah, but he can't safely hold a gun pointed right. at someone so, with one hand. But anyways, my, point my, is- My question is, Chewy, to you, is this funny? Now, because I know things take a long okay, time to become funny. Here's the thing. It's not funny that there's a man in full SWAT gear pointing a fully automatic rifle is that- at a man holding his child in a closet with no weapons and the child looking scared at him, and so is the father. Now, is there that's, a way that- That's not funny. Let me play, but, let me play focus group, Ian. Is on. there a way we can make this funny? Well, okay. In and of itself, there is a comical side. The satirical side of, 
how fucking ridiculous is it that there's a man in full SWAT gear <laughs> being like, oh, defenseless child and man, gotta hold my gun at him. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't his decision. He was just like, well, they're sending us in with yeah. guns. And well, I mean, there were there back then, like I mean, and still today in some ways, but back then, like illegal aliens, like that sort of shit was. But like, and like, but here's the thing, though, with the illegal aliens is like, okay, yes, <laughs> they knew they were looking for Elian Gonzalez. <laughs> Okay, they're looking for Elian Gonzalez, and they knew Elian Gonzalez is a little boy. (laughs) So they're like, "We gotta get this little boy." What if it was? Let's storm the house. What if it was Alien Gonzalez? (laughs) There's like, there's like a fucking typo, and they're like, "That's why they were like armed to the fucking teeth." Was because someone wrote on a memo, "Looking for Alien Gonzalez." (laughs) Alien, because he's an illegal alien, Gonzalez. Like, what, the, what were they expecting to do? Was it going to be like Ripley walking with a fucking flame gun? And there's a fucking like mother alien, like oh holding God. holding a little face hugger who's like oh, screaming. <laughs> it's like holding the egg and the face hugger's like, like sticking yeah! out of it, screaming. Ripley with the flamethrower, but with not her fingers not on the fingers trigger. not on the trigger. No. No, 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 no. But dude, what if what if that's what that's what it was? But no one's like willing to admit that like we were so stupid like but someone accidentally wrote alien gonzalez and someone's like okay i know the government's in some shady shit and they know more about this stuff get james cameron on the phone <laughs> and they and ridley scott while we're at it they know more about this than we do so if they're saying we're going after oh oh boy we got the call we're going after the big guns we're going after aliens <laughs> uh <laughs> Well, anyway. well, boys and girls, that's going to probably do it for this week on Stuff and Things. We jumped all over the map. We paid some tribute to the Ultimate Warrior and to Mickey Rooney. Uh, may they rest in peace. Also, my eighth grade girlfriend, may she rest in peace. Really, But then we decided to bring it up a little bit with some funny childhood poetry, but also brought it down because some of those poems were also sad. But then we brought it. We saved you all from it by the hilarious image of Alien Gonzalez. And it's important to remember in times like these that no matter where you are, no matter what you do, there's always somebody who has your back. Whether it be superheroes who are trying to be helpful or the ultimate warrior who's always in our hearts and will live together forever through stories. I'm Chewy. And I'm Ian. All praise be into the Dark Lord Kromdar. And in honor of the ultimate warrior. <laughs> this is This has been a production of the Stuff and Things Podcast Network. Exclusively at stuffandthingsnetwork.com.